0: Welcome to Overtime Hockey Talk, my name is Mark Paul, my co-host Justin Baker is here with me and on today's show we are ranking the top 10 Toronto Maple Leafs of all time. Right in your wheelhouse. Right in excited. my wheelhouse. This is like my 12-year-old's dream, my 12-year-old self's dream. I don't have a 12-year-old. That's a sad dream, just to rank the Maple Leafs. Well, to talk about them. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I have very small dreams. I just got to give like, you shit. Someday I'm going to grow up and rank the Maple Leafs. <laughs> that's, that's, yes, it's, it's a sad existence, but somebody's got to do it. So I, uh, I've taken that burden upon myself, and here we are ranking the Maple Leafs uh remember the rules uh, if you haven't listened to any of our other ranking shows uh if you want to go back listen to them we've ranked more than half the teams throughout the league we will continue doing this throughout the season uh as we love our lists here at overtime hockey talk if you if you've been around for any amount of time you know that we are the king of list podcasts so that's that's one thing i haven't i don't hear other people do podcasts i'm like just hey here's the top this, here's the top, that, and like where they're listing things out. And I really enjoy it. I would actually like if other people did that because I kind of get a little tired of listening to the, especially midway through a season where it's like, okay, another podcast talking about this guy's suspension and this trade and like all that's well and good. And of course we we do that. But I, I really enjoy doing these lists. I okay, think it's a lot of fun.
1: So here's a, yeah, I love them too. But here's a call to action to anybody else who has a podcast listening
0: Come on the show, and you can do a list with us. Yeah, that's a great idea. Especially if you do a team, like a, an individual team yeah. podcast. We'd, we'd love to have have you on. Uh, I suppose if we've already ranked your team, then you're just sol. But uh, there's like 13 other teams, so get on it. Get on we, it. We haven't ranked like the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. That's true. We haven't. Yeah, there's a lot of flyer podcasts out there. I'll tell are you that. A crap ton of
1: flyer. Broad Street podcasts. Bullies. That's I mean, right.
0: You name it. So, uh, with that said, let's jump into our top ten list, and as we usually do, let's start with the guys that just missed our list. Uh, Justin, take us away. Wow,
1: this and is there's just, a lot of them. There is actually, yeah, there were a lot of quality players in here that I had a tough time just scratching my head, like why do I have to leave these people off? Because well, they're just they're because so they'd be on almost any other team's top. 10s. I know, yeah, there were a lot of there were a lot of really good. Maple Leaf players. Anyways, so my just miss is probably my largest list. Uh, I have Freddie Anderson
0: on oh, okay. there. Okay. Hey. Goaltender extraordinary. I suppose, you know, if they, if they go, I mean, all this goes out the door if they win the cup with their current core. Sure. Right? Yeah. Like, you're going to see a few of those guys probably creep onto this list then. Uh, yeah, in a few years, for sure. If they do win a cup, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all, everyone will forget about Wendell Clark and Doug Gilmore. And- <laughs> yeah, for real.
1: Uh, Charlie Conacher. George Armstrong
0: and Red Kelly. Now, George Armstrong, I think, played the most games in Leaf's history. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And Frank and Malkovich too. Malkovich? Just- yeah, is that how you pronounce it? Malkovich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's Frank Mahovlich. Thank but you. It's okay. We'll forgive you for I that. I don't one. type things very well. So no, no problem. Okay. Well, uh, this should be this should be an interesting list. Am um, my just miss I have Turk Broda. Who leads the team in wins with his over 300 wins? Uh, he did win five Stanley Cups and uh, he just missed it. Like, he's actually my 11th. So he really did just miss it. Uh, I just think the time when he played, it's kind of that like he was winning cups during World War II and the league was really, really desperate Bear. for talent. So it's, uh, you know, that's just, it's kind of a barren time. Uh, so I I maybe weigh that a little bit less. Uh, he's one of six goalies in the league, so that's was, fair. Yeah, granted, I do have one goalie on here from uh, from the original six time period, but good. Yeah, so he misses the list. Still, Apps he won the, cons- the uh the Calder Trophy for the Leafs. So I think he's the only player to ever win the Calder Trophy, and he won the first one. Uh, and he was he actually is ranked uh, as the second all time best Maple Leaf by the Maple Leafs. Yeah. So the Maple Leafs have a list and he's ranked number two, but he misses my list along with Teeter Kennedy, who is the third most ranked player or maybe he was like fifth or six. I can't remember, but he also was on their, their top 10. Uh, the Leafs ranked like their top hundred players. Um, even James Van Riemsdyk made the Phil list. Bill Kessel got on there too. Yes, he yeah. did. As, as he should. Brian McCabe made the list like somewhere in the seventies. So, uh, <laughs> Not, on, not, not anywhere close to my just-miss. Uh, one other guy that did miss my list is their uh, first overall pick in 1985, Wendell Clark. Ooh, So he, okay. misses, he misses the list. Uh, love the way he played, but I just don't think he put up the kind of point totals over time. And yeah, Anyways, uh, let's dive into our list, and let's go with your number 10. All right, number 10 is the guy who made your just-missed, Turk Broda. His, I believe his real name is Walter. Is it really? Yeah, Walter Broda. That's
1: impressive, actually. Uh, yeah, so in Hockey Hall of Fame inductee in 67, five-time cup winner, two-time Vesna winner. So he's got the hardware. He leads this team all time for wins. But again, the one knock on him is he played in an era where there were six other goalies, and that was pretty much it. So uh, kind of held that against him, and maybe that's why he
0: just came in at number 10. Barely yeah, so for he's me, but, my 11, he's your 10. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, my number ten is a guy who was on your just missed list, uh, and that is Charlie Connaker. Ooh, uh, he did play. He obviously like early. I mean, he was playing in like the twenties and the thirties, uh, but he 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 was his prime. Was before the war. So the the, the NHL was actually in a pretty good place. He led the league in points twice. And this is before there was any Art Ross trophy or Maurice Richard trophy. He led the league in goals five times. Impressive. And so I think, in terms of other Maple Leafs, I'm like, how can I. I don't think any other. No Leaf has ever won the Art Ross trophy. Really? I don't think I I ever. I'm pretty confident. I'm pretty confident in that fact. I believe it. So. To Me, if you have a guy who led the league in goals five times and points twice, it's hard for me to leave him off the list. And he was, uh, he was he was like ranked third or fourth or something like that in the Maple Leafs all time list. So, uh, hard for me to leave him off there, even though I left Sil Apps off there, who was the second. But yeah, that uh, one I still can't believe. But but. I mean, you, you, you do you think, okay, who's the best person in the league? If a guy leads the league in goals five years in a row, it wasn't a fluke. No. He's the best goal scorer in the league. So, I'm going to give him the tip of the cap for that. Uh, oh. You're number nine. And number nine for me, uh, Dougie Gilmore. Okay.
1: A guy who didn't play a lot of seasons with the Maple Leafs, but when he did, he was seven. pretty explosive. Seven. Was it seven? I thought it was only six. I think it was seven. Uh, maybe one, maybe seven. not like a complete seven, right? But No, he played like five and a half. He got mm-hmm. traded halfway through, but...
0: Yes, but you forget he came back.
1: He, that's true. He did come and back. Played in one, game. one year, one game.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's true. I guess he yeah. really played more like the equivalent of five seasons. But
1: but early '90s, mid '90s guy for the Maple Leafs won a Selkie. But the, what what I look at it is his production, how good he was when he was with the Maple Leafs, because he didn't have a lot of talent around him. To really, I mean, if you think about it, in a time where teams are starting to play that trap defense and starting to get a lot more tight defensively, he still exploded. He one season, I think he had almost ninety five. He had ninety five assists, almost a hundred. Like Joe Thornton, he had he yeah, was he had
0: one hundred and twenty seven points and hundred penalty minutes.
1: Yeah, even in the playoffs, uh, one season he went in ninety three when they went twenty one games. So they went they went a little far. Thirty five points. Five points. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was good. They
0: went seven games, all three series. Right. Yeah, that was uh I mean that's unbelievable. So and then, he showed the, up. And then the next year, in eighteen games, he has twenty eight points. I mean, that's an unbelievable two year run in the playoffs. Yeah, in for thirty nine games. Doesn't win the cup. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean he did you, win it with Calgary, but I mean it's true. He did he did win it with Calgary. And he also in the year that they that they won it, he had twenty two points in twenty two games. So I mean the guy was just I mean, anyone who has more than a point per game in the playoffs. I mean, you just got to tip your cap to that guy. Yeah, 177 points in 52 playoff games for the Leafs, and showed he had a, in 182 playoff games, he had 188 points. Like even in his the the last year he made the playoffs, which is o one o two. So I mean, he's he's an, a grizzled veteran at this point. Ten points in 12 playoff games. Yeah, a guy I always playing on like the third line. So definitely, he just you know you 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 hear people talk about like advanced stats, and I'm sure that he would be. He'd be down the list at this point, you know, in 0102. He's not a guy that you're looking for to uh, really push the needle much. But something magical happens to certain guys in the playoffs, and he was definitely one of them. I, I would agree with that. I have him a little higher on my list. But, okay, that's fair. Uh, my number nine is the second all time goalie wins leader, and that is Johnny Bauer. Ooh. Won four Stanley Cups with the team. And uh, was a part of the oldest goaltending tandem to win the cup. Him and uh, it was a Jacques Plante, I think, they won the cup in 67 and they were both in their 40s. <laughs> Pretty old. Just incredible. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 219 wins. He also has the best save percentage of any goaltender in Leafs history at 922 uh, and was just I mean, he he didn't start playing for the Leafs till he was 33 years old, but had an incredible career from that point on. And really, I mean, he became the reason why I have him on there and not Turk Broda, despite Broda playing more games on this. Is I just think Johnny Bauer was around for a time when it, when things were more competitive, and so I'm I'm gonna give him that. I'm gonna give him that that nod for the uh, competitive factor. Like I said, don't hate it, but.
1: Still like it. All right, so my number eight. Your number eight. Let's go. Uh,
0: Tim Horton. Hey, mine too. All right. We love the donuts at number eight. We do love donuts, don't we? I don't uh. even know what he did as a player. All I know is that he <laughs> made some freaking delicious donuts. Yeah, so you make my list just for having good just donuts. Just the donuts. Dude. You know, I thought about putting him at number one because in reality, more people know who Tim Horton is than anyone else on the Leafs ever. I guess if you think of it that I'll way, bet sure. You more people know who Tim. Uh, more people know Tim Hortons than they do most hockey players ever. <laughs> that's kind of sad. Yeah. Your legacy is donuts and yeah. not hockey. But he did play twenty seasons in the league, and six of those times he was on the like on the All Star team, like first yeah. All Star team coming out of there. I mean, that's that's impressive. Doesn't hurt to have five Stanley Cups either. No, it does not. So. Yeah, just a rock solid defenseman, and and even later into his career, I'm sorry, was, four Stanley Cups, four. Yeah, uh, yeah, even later into his career was was still so steady, and also was just, I mean, there's pictures of that guy with just stitches, and obviously a, a total badass. So Tim Horton eight on the list. He is the he's my second highest rated defenseman on this list, and so my good. next one is right above him, and number seven is Borea Salming. Okay. So you may have him higher on your list. I'm sure you have him on your list. I do at number six, actually. Okay, so we're so we'll skip my number seven and he's my number six. Uh, so I, I have him at number seven. I you know I would have him higher. Obviously, this isn't his fault, but he did play for the team during some pretty bare years. I mean the the Leafs just were not very good in the. In the 70s barring like yeah the one year they happened to come back down three zero to the new york islanders and they won that series on a like a lanny mcdonald o teagle i think it was and uh that's kind of that 70s team's claim to fame as they beat the islanders one time but i mean other than that the most times he he made the playoffs uh in the 70s was he he was a, a 10 game you know it was that year that they beat the islanders all the rest of the time they were losing in the first round and so it was just not super productive in terms of the playoffs uh, although a fantastic defenseman and he he kind of opened paved the way for a lot of european defensemen who he played a different way i mean he he was kind of the european bobby Orr. i, guess. Yeah, I was gonna say he's the poor man's bobby Orr for sure
1: poor man that works too <laughs> yeah He definitely played a a a different type of game
0: than what a lot of people are used to back then. Like such a puck control game. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean i I I can see having him higher on this list. I mean, the one thing that that I didn't realize is that I mean he's fifth all time in penalty minutes too, uh, which Horton is actually fourth all time. Who's tops? Ty Domi. Of course. I was going to actually guess Tiger Williams. Over 2,200 penalty minutes for this team. The guy scored 84 goals and had (laughs) 2,265 penalty minutes. That's amazing. Wow. Uh, In 777 games. so He he averaged three penalty minutes a game. (laughs) It's like a fight every other game and a penalty the next one. Right. (laughs) But, yeah, Salming, my seven. He's your six. So who's your seven? My seven is Ted Kennedy. Okay, so you yeah. have a minor
1: list. No politicians here, but uh five-time cup winner, but he did win which I don't I don't know how many Leafs can actually make this claim, but he was a
0: heart trophy winner. Um you mean that guy on the wall That right guy? There?
1: I did not notice that picture
0: oh, ever. Yeah. That's impressive. I do have I have a if if I mean, I don't know why you would know, but uh, I do have a collection of Stanley Cup goal scorers or Stanley Cup winning goal scorers. And Ted Kennedy did score the Stanley Cup winning goal in six I can't remember which year 61 or something Or 62 One of those years Sometime in the 60s No it was 50s 51 Yeah Let's go with that So uh, he was elected In the Hall of Fame In 66 So yeah That's uh, Definitely scored a big goal For the Leafs At one point yeah, captain for the team for quite a bit. Uh. And from what I've read about him, he was like he was the workhorse, like hardest working guy. Not necessarily the most talented, but by far the hardest working. Anyone you put with him succeeded because he just worked it so hard in the corners that it just left these guys open for. Yeah, uh, he knew how to put the puck in front of the net. Yeah, basically. Yeah, exactly. Um. So you're number six. Okay, then. my number six. This might surprise you a little bit okay uh it is austin matthews really number six wow yeah that is quite shocking yes for all the incredible players to play on this team i do indeed have austin matthews as my uh as my number six and please explain so all right uh obviously we i mean matthews has played in 212 games he already has 205 points uh, 111 goals, which I mean, in, in three seasons, you know, he's already, he's 48th all time in goals right now. But I, I really think that, I mean, in the next five years, I think in a decade, he'll be number next, one, next five years. We'll just say over this, over this contract. Okay. My guess is that he averages about 40 goals a year.
1: That That's would ambitious. put him
0: another 200 goals. That puts him fifth all time in goals for the Leafs in the next five years. He is the best player to ever play for the Maple Leafs. Wow. Most talented player to ever play for the Leafs. I mean, I it's no knock against guys that played for the Leafs in the seventies or the sixties or the fifties, but if you took Austin Matthews in his exact form right now and put him then, he would skate circles around guys. And that well, just kind of is what it is, you know. Yeah. And so, well, I know his accolades are minimal. Although, you know, hey, his first year, guy comes into the league, scores forty goals and Uh, and wins the Calder Trophy. Oh, I lied. He won the Calder Trophy. It was the second Leaf to win the Calder Trophy. (laughs) I was (laughs) going to say. Yeah, I forgot all about Austin Matthews. Good God. Uh, I'm putting him here as a preemptive strike because I really, like, I'm only going, this contract is all I know. I think he'll be there for the length of this contract. I also think he'll be there beyond the contract. But in five years, I don't think that it's out of the realm of possibility that he averages forty goals a year, and so, or even even at thirty goals a year, I mean he's uh, that that'd be one hundred and fifty goals over the next couple of years, and that, that puts him in the top ten. That would still, yeah, that, I mean that still puts him in like the top ten of goals. So he's going to be there, you know, and that, and I mean you got to think about the amount of points that he'll rack up over that time too. Likely he in the next five years he gets 80 90 points a year, especially. I mean, you think point totals are going up. I mean, as long as he can let's play hope. games, yeah. as long as he can play games, which I don't think he's shown that he's he's assuming he has prone, some or, yeah, just, some wingers to play with, too. You know, I'm confident that he has some wingers to play with. Well, let's I got mean, William Nylander playing alongside of him. And let's
1: hope that Babcock
0: keeps Nylander playing alongside of him. Yeah, let's hope so. so. Uh, okay, so he's my uh, he's kind of my dark horse in there. My number wow. six. I'm putting him in there preemptively. Sorry, Wendell.
1: See, now I could have I I could have seen if maybe you made an argument for like John Tavares, right? Because he he's up there top five in terms of points per game. I believe so. He's
0: second, I think, in points. per Okay, game. yeah. So, but, but John Tavares has only oh he's fourth. Sorry, yeah. Uh, John Tavares has only played one season. one season. Right. Uh, he had you know one of the best seasons. Uh, 47 goals, not yeah, and too and as many long as guys more than on his wing. That's just 15, gonna,
1: yeah. yeah. So, okay. Well, you're number five, my number five, a guy who made major just missed Sil apps. Okay. Sil apps yeah. again. I, I mean, yeah, he played in an era world war two ish before and after, um, you know, where there wasn't a ton of talent around the league, but he still was a guy that, you know, consistently made heart trophy, heart trophy votes, um he did win it once um no i'm sorry he didn't win it. Uh, my apologies uh he won the lady bing yes along with the calder and a three-time cup winner um consistently uh, you look at lists across the you know the internet anywhere and he's in the top 10 in almost every single one of them that's true Um, just not mine just not Mark's. so so. (laughs) too bad i don't
0: think i have a picture no did he score a cup winning goal no i don't think so okay uh, my number five is a guy who is a little lower on your list, but he ranks the highest all-time in points per game for the Toronto Maple Leafs with 452 points in only 393 games, and that is Douglas Gilmore. Douglas. So, uh, the man that Don Cherry kissed on the lips on Coach's Corner. Ooh. You can go look that one up on mm. uh, on YouTube. It'll be somewhere around there. And uh, I, he had the best season of any Maple Leaf uh, in terms of points, and the best playoffs, and he, I mean, the guy was just outside his mind, like, the way that he played just, I think, for so long, not anymore, you know, the the league's changed so much, but for so long, it was, like, how do we find another guy like Doug Gilmore, because he really was the prototypical, like, Toronto hockey guy, and I think even to this day, like, Doug Gilmore is worshipped amongst Leafs. He is. Leafs I've folklore kind of thing. Like, he just... People love the guy, and uh, I think... Ranker had him, I think, at, like, number two. Yes, Ranker, so, yeah. Now, see, the problem with Ranker voting. is that Ranker is like, hey, it's probably the, the somewhere between 12 and 35-year-olds getting on, so, of course, they're voting the guy that maybe they heard about or watched as a kid right. higher than their vote. Like, uh, Borea Salming was, like, 15 on that list or something. Like Sad. Yeah, so he's, and I actually, and uh, who was it? Well, I think Austin Matthews was like four on that list. <laughs> was he really? Maybe. <laughs> so anyways, not that far off from my list, but yeah, so I have Doug Gilmore at five. And uh, who's your number four? Oh, we're getting into these these guys, we're going to have to start probably being similar, but uh, well, no, this guy, um, he was a little further down on your list. Johnny
1: Bauer for me
0: okay. at he number four up there. Yeah,
1: I got him up there. I, I love this guy again. He, he's he got the cups. He's got a couple of Veznas to his name. Uh, second all-time in wins for this this franchise here. But funny thing, when he was 36, this is what kind of pushed him a little higher on my list after I saw this little statistic. But uh, when he was 36, he finished second in the Hart Trophy voting in between two just beautiful men. Uh, Bernie Jeffrion, who finished with the, the Hart Trophy that year with 95 points in a season. And then right below him, Gordie Howe at number three. So... That's that's okay. good company to be at, especially yeah. when you're 36 years old and goal. Well, and when you're a goalie,
0: yeah, uh, just people kind of brush you off. Yeah, so those days. a goalie is up for a heart Trophy, you know you had a freaking incredible season.
1: Yeah, he he had some monster seasons. I mean, one season with a 9.32 save percentage, uh, a 9.30, a 9.25. So this guy just he stopped the puck, and that's that's he was what like it was.
0: The about 1960s. Me. Tim Thomas. There you go. This I like became it. Became amazing later on in life. Uh, well, my number four is a guy who has one of the most prestigious records in the history of the league. And uh, that is the most points in one game. Daryl Sittler ooh, at 10 points in one game. So Daryl Sittler is second all time in points for the Leafs. Uh, He's I think second or third, all third all time in uh, points per game. He's got more than a point per game. Uh, 916 points in 844 games. And uh, unfortunately played again for a team that, wasn't the greatest in uh, in terms of of production but in 1976 77 in nine playoff games he had 21 points damn wow. <laughs> that's a, damn that's an incredible individual year in the playoffs and he almost averaged a point per game in the playoffs uh so i mean it was it was really and it's is later in his career that kind of maybe messed Flyers, that up. Flyers always screwing everything the up. Flyers and the Red Wings and stuff later on. Don't talk about my Red Wings. He got a point per game with them. That's true. He did. <laughs> he did. It's the Flyers. It was all. actually his like rookie rookie season and uh, the year after that that he didn't do super well. But then after that, he really takes over. Uh, so yeah, Daryl Sittler, I think when Leafs fans from the 70s think of the Leafs, then it's all about Daryl Sittler. And again, I mean, the guy has. The most insane record. Like Wayne Gretzky has every record except that one. Right. It's the one he could never get. <laughs> I don't think anybody will touch that one. Six goals and four assists in one game. That's true. I mean, tough. the closest anyone's gotten to that in the last like 35 years is Sam Gagne when he had, what, five goals and three assists. Right. Yeah, in Edmonton. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, he'll
1: have that one. That's why he's my number three. Okay. Yeah, he's your number three. He is, yeah. Again, like you said, synonymous with the 70s, uh, that era of Toronto Maple Leafs when they didn't have a lot of superstar power. And again, that's a a record that's just going to, man. There's that, and I think there's a lot of goaltending records too, with like the Iron Man records, guys playing 500 games in a row, never get broken, stuff like that. So that that's one that's gonna hold up for quite a while, if anything. So for me, number three, Daryl
0: Sittler. Okay, uh, my number three is a guy who missed your list. Okay, wow. Don't know how Frank Mahovlich missed your list. Yeah, missed it, but uh, he missed it. Now this, okay, so he he, I mean, over the course of his career, he won the Cup six times. He won it four times with the Leafs, twice with, uh, with the, the Canadians. He also won the gold medal in the Summit Series uh, for for Canada. And, uh, you know, that I know it has nothing to do with the Leafs, but he did he do did that. It's a nice that. nod. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he was in the All-Star Game every year. <laughs> <laughs> every year. Every year. He was in the All-Star Game. Now, the All-Star Game was different because whoever won the Cup they played the all-star team yeah. against the rest of the league uh, but he was in the all-star game 59 60 61 62 63 64 65 skipped a year then 67 68 all the way to 74 he was in the all-star game every freaking year uh he's the highest scoring left winger in Leafs history and from what now this is this is me like reading cuz obviously I never I really watch him play like this guy was just for the time he was a beast and i think the reason he's not higher on leafs lists is because it really was just recent where like their relationship became very damaged later on he ended up leaving after the 67-68 season or during it he ended up leaving and going to the red wings and he was with the red wings for a couple of years then the habs and and so on and so forth but uh, there was a very fractured he wouldn't go to any leafs events like they treated him horrible. It was the Harold Ballard years and all this. Crap. Oh yeah. And so, uh, so yeah. He he like his his number was I think recently raised to the rafters. Like really, re- very recently. I think it was Brendan Shanahan. Like that's how recent it was. I did not realize. And all so that. there was a very fractured relationship. I wonder how much that kind of plays into the fact that he doesn't appear higher because. There's not a lot of love for him via the Leafs, and so you know sure. some of this, yeah. of course, is, historians who, is like yeah. marketing. And uh, but from what my grandpa tells me, and from what like other guys who watched him play, that he was like to them, it's like my number one, and then him. Like they would they would rank number one and two. So like he's in terms of a winger, he's they would say he's the best winger to ever play for the Leafs. Wow, that's so, a lot of respect. So I'm putting him on my number three.
1: Yeah, I think there was a stat that I read that he almost became the second 50 goal scorer in league history, so.
0: Yes, yes. Pretty and impressive. 60-61. I think he had 48 goals.
1: Yes, you are correct. So,
0: not not a bad thing to... So, I think our number one and number two are going to be the same. I think so. And I think we're going to have him ranked the same way, too. Do you? I do. Okay, who's your number one, then? My number one is Dave Keon. It is mine as well. Yeah, uh, Dave Keon is the third highest scoring Leaf of all time. Uh, 858 points in 1,062 games and only 75 penalty minutes. Dang. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. That, Give him all the lady bings I mean, now. I mean, well, like Matt Sundin is our number two. Um, yes. He has to be, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, Matt you had Sundin, to double not check. even on my... Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, you, you think like Sundin, a guy who he never fought. he You know, he, he wasn't involved like... I think he fought Jager one time, which was a slapping match. Right. Uh, he had 748 penalty minutes in 981 games. In, in over 1,000 games, the guy had 75 penalty minutes. That's crazy. That's incredible. And I, I wonder if, if that just means that he fought 15 times. <laughs> <laughs> like, did he ever take an actual penalty? Right. I don't know. Wow. That's that's pretty freaking impressive. It, it is it is very impressive. I th- I think he he won four Stanley Cups uh and from what I've read and and seen about the guy like
1: we're He's talking got a about, too, We're talking about a guy.
0: Yes. Yeah. We're talking about a guy who was just the best player on the ice. I mean, hands down like there's just so many people that say whenever he was on the ice, he was the best player out there and yeah, other guys put up bigger numbers, but he was just the heart and soul of that team for a long time. I mean, even into the 80s, he's playing for the Hartford Whalers. He put up 62 points late in his career. I mean, the guy was uh he was only five foot nine, hundred and sixty-five pounds. Wow. Yeah, that's explain. why he didn't
1: take penalties because he wasn't throwing elbows, because he couldn't reach guys.
0: That's true. And if you take away his 1980s, season where he was 40 years old and he took 26 penalty minutes. He had 26 penalty minutes, so probably took 13 penalties. It was probably because he was slow as dirt because he was a <laughs> minus 33 that year and then a minus 32 the next year. So, I mean, you take out those 26 penalty minutes in 80 games and, uh, yeah, you're, you're looking at a guy. I mean, the next well, highest penalty totals 12 minutes. That's, that's impressive over the course of all those seasons.
1: Yeah, let's not remember that Harvard team, too, also had a very old uh, Gordie Howe yes too did. so yes you had did. some aging players they you want to had, talk about an old team right there
0: they were like the you know the the, the uh,
1: old timers game coming out there yeah really uh but yeah sundin coming in at number two for me this guy i mean he's he is like the most recent guy outside of i think like austin matthews when you think of yeah. leaf players like that's he's synonymous with i mean the Maple he was Leafs.
0: with the Leafs for so long like 15 seasons or something like that and was yeah. the captain and uh, you know, at the time, he was actually the first European to ever be a captain of a team. Was he really? Yeah, and That's at the time, there was a lot of hate towards him being the captain of the Leafs. There was oh, a sure, lot of like a lot
1: of that Canadian like,
0: market, like we have to have a Canadian it be was a just captain. Weird, like so much prejudice against this guy because he, people said he was soft and all these things. It's like I even remember when Max Pacioretty became captain of the the Habs. Like people were giving him shit for that because he's American. Because he's yeah, like crazy yeah. but i see it yeah i mean matt sundin to me he like he's he's the guy i just know that dave Kean, i mean four stanley cups not that i don't think that the fact the leafs never won a cup with sundin definitely not sundin's fault <laughs> right oh no the guy absolutely always not. put up big point totals and i mean even in a even in a time where uh, you know guys weren't putting up big totals i mean he really fell off his final year but he was putting up i mean you look at these totals, 83, 94, 74, 83, 73, 74, 80, 72, 75, 78, 76, 78. Consistency. Like just, he was a lock for 70 points every year. Even and in his last goals. year, in 41 games, he had 28 points. Yeah. So he still would have put up almost 60 points. And uh, yeah, he, I mean, the, the guy was just a lock for 30 goals and a lock for 75 points. And he was always in those like late 90s, early 2000s. He was always top five in the league in scoring. Yeah. Always. Such a good player. Uh, I, I'll never forget. I think it was game one. It was Leafs and Senators. And the Senators had beat up on the Leafs all regular season. Game goes to OT. Sundin just walks down the left side and lets a slap shot go right over the corner. It, was, it looked a lot like Eiserman's slap shot goal from the blue line. But it was just walked in, powerhouse shot. And just raised the stick, and off he skated. <laughs> see ya, see ya. Oh, pretty, love it, pretty incredible. And actually, I think at one point he had the record for most overtime goals. Really? Yeah, hmm. yeah. And in like in league history, I think eventually Joe Sakic took that uh, took that lead. But anyways, there is our uh, our top ten Toronto Maple Leafs. You may have an opinion about this, and we'd love to hear it. Uh, you can tweet at us at OT Hockey Talk. You can find us on Instagram. All that. And we trust that you know, we trust that you uh, will continue listening despite hating our list. Or maybe you love it. You just love that I have Austin Matthews so high in there because I thought about putting Mitch Barner on there just to make people mad. But oh boy, couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Uh, our next team, Justin. Who's our next team? Well, we talked about it earlier, so I, I say let's just do it. Philadelphia Flyers. Philadelphia Flyers. Let's okay. jump in. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. There'll be lots of penalty minutes involved in that one. Oh yes. Uh, with the Broad Street bullies. So looking forward to that and uh, we will talk to you guys soon. We're also uh, if you haven't checked out ranking of the Metropolitan and what's the other division? Central the Central. Yeah. <laughs> Metropolitan the Central. Check that out and uh, It'll be coming in a, in a few days, too, is the ranking of the other divisions, the Atlantic and the Pacific. So they're out there somewhere, and uh, you can just hit subscribe. You'll get all our episodes. It's a good time. We'll talk to you guys soon.